Welcome to the Abundant Life Podcast, bringing you encouragement and challenging believers to spiritual change and growth by applying biblical principles to everyday life. And now your hosts, Sasso Mendez and Ben Ariano. Welcome everybody to the Abundant Live Podcast. This is episode number 31 and I'm here with, yeah, it's crazy. I'm here with my brother, uh, Sasso Mendez and uh, yeah, welcome. Hey, we had lunch and dinner today together. Two and one. <laughs> Two and got one. Got a twofer. Well, I guess you didn't have dinner, but you know, we I ate in your presence anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we were we were we were drinking that uh, frozen strawberry lemonade. That was pretty good from Salad and Go. Oh yeah, did you have, did you have a strawberry lemonade? Well, she brought one for for Diane, and oh, so I was. Did you taste it? Well, I had tea, but then I was like, man, that does taste good. So I was. <laughs> I was yeah, did you? It. You should put maybe mix the two. Oh yeah, that'd have been pretty good. Yeah, a little like bit of tea, Arnold, like an Arnold. strawberry Palmer. That would have been pretty legit, yeah, bro. Sounds good. Mm, Let's go man. get one right now. <laughs> so I did eat salad and go. I didn't want salad and go, but that's what I had for dinner. Oh, that was a pretty healthy choice, man. I it gotta, wasn't my I choice, man. I got to give you props. <laughs> <laughs> this afternoon we had wings. So, well, I had wings. You didn't have any wings today. Why no. didn't you have wings today? I don't know. I just felt like, uh, I felt like some pie. I like their pizza there. Okay, so you had, you, had, you had two pieces instead of one and I, no wings. I did have two slices, so I, I exercised my self-control today. I was pretty proud of myself. Yeah, but no wings. No, was, I did I have one shocked. of your wings. Oh, yeah, you, you, gave true, me, you, did, you did give me a wing. That's just one. The red hot chili. That is extreme self No, red, red sweet chili, I'm sorry. Sweet red chili. Sweet red chili. Sweet red chili. Yeah, there you go. very good. Yeah, that was good. I love that place. I'm going to buy it one day. <laughs> it might be for sale soon. I'm going to take it over. It might be yeah. for sale soon. You never I'm know. I'm going to fire the viejo that works in the back. <laughs> He's kind of grumpy, you know yeah. what I mean? No Phillies cheesesteak for you today. Oh, you drink all my tea. Well, it's funny because he told me today, he's like, he's like, sorry, I have no Philly, Philly for you guys today. He's like, tell your friend. Just just tell you tell him. Like, okay. <laughs> just prepare me for the disappointment. Yeah, exactly. The bad news. Exactly. He's like, you can tell him. I'm like, I, when it first came in, that's like the first thing he said to me. There's no Philly. I'm like, oh, dang. <laughs> it was disappointing to start it off, you know what I mean? That was funny, man. Yeah, I was disappointed by that. But uh, anyway. Well, been a good uh, good three weeks. Uh, we yeah, we uh, sorry about that, guys. Yeah, we uh, we went over a week. Sorry, guys. We um, failed. Well, it, it was a busy week, honestly, man. It's been busy with uh, coaching basketball. I mean, it it takes it takes time. There's yeah, I'm, I'm giving up two hours an evening. If, if there's a game, it's even probably more. And and last week we had two games, and uh, you guys had a couple games. I think yeah, your daughter too. And, and so it just uh, it made for a long week. And so um, I, we just I couldn't get it in there. I I did a chapel message uh, at uh, at Vision. Oh yeah. And so I uh, had to, you know, study for that, and I was writing for that. Um, so I just didn't have time to write for the podcast, and then, and then we just couldn't find a night to uh, to record. Yeah, last night was pretty busy last week. So yeah, it was just uh, it was busy. But it's funny because our our last episode, you know, was uh, talking about failure, and we, we failed. So but we uh, two weeks. But we got back up. The old man That's falls true, seven that, that times, he gets yeah. back up. Because so. last week I asked you, like, because I looked at this calendar and I'm like, how are we going to fit this in? Because it didn't make it didn't make sense and it didn't it didn't happen. No, Monday at the ASU happen. game, Tuesday Kate's game, Wednesday church, whatever slash whatever. I forget what was how we had going on Thursday was your son's game. Bucks, yes, Bucks and Sons. That Friday for that last. Friday, yep. Saturday, um, I don't know. That's when we were writing for yeah for, for everything. this episode. Yep, yep. Yeah, so there's just it didn't. I started last Saturday, but it was basically a page. Yeah. And I, I like releasing it on Wednesday for some reason. It seems like that's midweek. You know, I, think, I feel like we get a lot of listens. It's right there, smack dab in the middle. So I think if we were to release it like on a Saturday, people are busy. They're not going to listen to it. They're yeah, not, they're not so. going to work, you know. So yeah. I, I, I find that I like, I like the Wednesday. Um, plus, you know, I, I, editing the podcast on Tuesday, um, is, is, it's a good day for that because typically Monday is my super busy day. By Tuesday, I've got a little bit of you know, extra time I can spend uh, editing the podcast. We have Tuesday too. Well, uh, you don't have practice. <laughs> True, we don't have practice. We do have church service. We have evangelistic meetings this week. Yeah, um, Tuesday. Man, man, good, good preaching, bro. Yeah. We'll get into it in the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah we'll talk good. a little bit, a little bit. But here. you guys are invited if you want to come. Forty thirty West Yorkshire. Yeah, drive seven, seven o'clock Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday. Iris concert on Friday. He said they're gonna play the jig, but there will be no jigging around. They ain't going to get jiggy with it. No, no jiggy with it over there. You know what I mean? <laughs> they ain't going to turn into a dance floor over here. You know what I mean? So get jiggy at your own house, you know, yeah. but not jiggy in the church. That's right. So, but yeah, it's... Uh, the music was beautiful tonight. Yeah. It was good. I don't appreciate music so much, but I, I did like that. I liked how you put the old hymns with that uh, song. Well, they had all the instruments. Yeah. They had the uh, nice. accordion. Yeah. The, the mandolin. Is it the mandolin? Was that, is that that little... The, Bro, I don't know. The, the, I barely know what the piano is. You know what I mean? A couple violins. Yeah. Is that piano? I the tambourine. I did. I did recognize the tambourine. I saw that big old violin. I don't know what the, what's the, the bass. That the bass. It's, boom, it's boom, a beautiful boom, instrument. Boom, boom. It's massive. <laughs> you know what I mean? 
Yeah, like, you know, it sounds the, cool. Like the cumbia, boom, 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 <laughs> boop, you know. I don't yeah. know. Those bookies over there playing. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, it was it was very nice, and I like the old hymns integrated that he did, and yeah. uh, with the yeah. you know, yeah. Caleb got the night off, you know. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he was chilling. I don't know if Watching. he was critiquing or what he was doing. You know what I mean? He gave him a first place, second place, like a CSA competition. Four tacos. Four, four tacos. Taco, yeah, I don't know if he gave him five or four not. Four and a half, maybe four and a half, four and a half tacos. I thought it was good, you know? I gave him five. Yeah. It was good. Prepared the heart. And, and it, uh, was, it was good. And he kind of ripped her face off a little bit. Ooh, it was a Paul Washer message, hey, bro. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> That's what evangelists do, though, you know, because they tear people up and then they leave. Yeah. And they leave it to the pastor, like, to handle it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So. It's totally. like a coach that rips your face off and then you go home to your mom and, and your dad lashes you some more. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> kids' dads don't do that no more though, Ben. No, you know, the kids are soft. Yeah, for sure. I mean, like Kate, you know, disappointed and like, bro, you had to do something to get a pat on the back. You know, yeah. in my yeah. day, oh yeah, you had to do something great. Yeah, just going to work every day, like that's what you're supposed to do. That's minimum standard. Yeah, you get 110 percent of all. Yeah, you graduated high school. Okay, everybody graduates from high school. Right, no big deal. Well, there's yeah. people that drop out. Well, they're losers. You're not a loser, are you? No, well, no, I'll go. then you just shut up and like you know, <laughs> you had to do something. Yeah, but, yeah. You know, Kate, whatever. No, well, I won't get into all that because then you know I'll be be putting names out there. You know, <laughs> people will be offended. I don't want to do that, Ben. You know. Yeah, I got you. I, I got don't want to. Make people mad. Self-control. Not today, you know. <laughs> and we didn't, uh, we were able to watch the last two-minute Super Bowl. We just finished that. Yeah, and I mean, it was, it was, it was good. It was good up until the end. I mean, I was, I was rooting for, for the Bengals, although I didn't really care. I, I, I don't care for either team. But. but I feel like I didn't miss much. I mean, I felt like we had a great church service that will help me in my life more so than that Super Bowl. 100%. That message tonight was, was good. Fire. I watched the first half pretty much, and then I left with like a minute to go. I thought I had security uh, duty, but somebody took my place, so I was able to go in the church, which I'm glad. Yeah, you get you get to hear, I get to hear the preaching. The I would have missed that, you know. Oh yeah, that's you know, been disappointing. Oh yeah, especially if you heard it, I didn't hear it. We'd be on two different. You know what I mean? Wavelengths right now. Yeah, yeah. it's just it'd be disappointing. But uh, it was a uh, it was a message. It mm. yeah, it was good. We'll I think we'll get into it a little bit because it kind of deals with what we're talking about. Yeah, today. it was. It will definitely yeah, touch on. I it. think it's I think it's good good message. Sure. I do appreciate those that have been listening. Like we got a little bit more downloads than we used to. Yeah, and then I've talked to I talked to a couple people. Shout out to Derek. Derek, thank you for listening. Um, uh, Rachel mentioned something about uh, oh listening. Rachel Roy. Yeah, that my sister law. Yeah, yeah, she was grabbing a taco. We were grabbing tacos, so she started talking about tacos. And Rachel had a taco. So we had the uh, we had the scrimmage, coaches and dads against. But you the tell boys. her it was for the girls. Was it for the boys too? It was for the boys too. Okay. Yeah, Pastor Rubio hooked it up, bro. It was good. Oh yeah, he has a son and daughter. Mr. Osorio, man, he he cooked it up. Pastor Rubio brought it, and uh, dude, it was those tacos were bomb, bro. Does that they made some guacamole? Mm. I didn't indulge because I wasn't part of that. I I had one. I I wanted more. Honestly, did they have a tip jar or anything or no? No, well, I was tipped like, Did you like, like thank you, bro. <laughs> it was it was good. Está bueno, mijo. There's your tip. <laughs> the meat was perfect. Mas fina. I think it was a gift. It was kind of a gift for for the coaches and the players. I think yeah, it was that's just, nice. It was neat because you know, you know we we're talking about this earlier, just bringing some camaraderie to uh, just to the school in general. Yeah, the place was hopping. There yeah. was a lot of parent like, activity out there. Parents, kids. I was hoping they would in, you know kind of migrate into freedom to last, but it didn't happen. Uh, that would have been really cool. Yeah. Just, you know, if 5% came, but it would have been pretty cool. Yeah, it'd yeah. been nice, but hey, whatever. Maybe they didn't know there was food. Maybe we needed tacos. You get yeah, Steve maybe. to come. <laughs> yeah, maybe I should have him as a guest. There you go. A guest cooker. <laughs> I got to clear that with Denise, though. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So you talk to Rachel. Rachel listens to the podcast, and then Derek Anderson looks listens to the podcast as well. Yeah, it was cool, man. So was his last me. name on you? Yeah. I don't know. I guess so. Maybe I'll pull it out. I, I always know. feel bad when we're like doing Usher and I know, is it S O N or S E N? I always ask him. S-E-N. S-E-N. Yeah. Okay. Yep. He's like, S-E-N. Like, sorry, bro. <laughs> sorry, Derek. You know? Yeah. But anyway, yeah. That's, it's encouraging when you hear people listen to the podcast. And that's the whole point. And yeah. uh, changing lives. And I think tonight's message about eternal value things. I think this podcast, to me, has eternal value, or I don't think we'd waste time doing it. Right. Well, and it's funny, because it, it was on Super Bowl night. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's a lot of people value the Super Bowl, and... And like you said, man, we didn't miss no, we didn't miss anything. And, and, and if you think about it, you, you we're, we're going to get to heaven one day. And I'm not going to think, man, I wish I would have watched the Rams in the. Yeah. Why didn't I stay home? Yeah. Why didn't I listen to I, preaching? No, I wasted my time. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to say that. I had my so. buffalo wings earlier in the day. I was good, you know. <laughs> so I did watch it. I didn't go to the gym to like I usually do, but I did write a devotional. So I spent the time watching, and you know, well, I spent time uh, eating dinner with my parents. We were watching it, um, but I got to spend time with family. We ate some pozole. 
That was good. It's good. Dude, my mom hooks it up I every single. Su- like, have a bowl. It's tradition. Over in the fridge I'm sorry, brother. I'm sorry, <laughs> my mom. We had it at my mom. If we would have had it here, you would have had some. Um, but uh, yeah, it's tradition. My mom makes it every. Who else came over? Uh, so it was just us. Um, Diane, J- Jaden, Freddie brought uh, his girlfriend Bailey over, and uh, my my mom and dad. Oh, but you didn't have anybody like it wasn't like a no. no well, that's, that's all the family. The neighborhood. Our, no, came over. no, no. Okay, we don't we don't really know the neighbors too well. Okay, well, uh, that sounds good. Yeah, that's a cool tradition. Yeah, yeah, it's good. My mom, my mom hooks it up, man. It was, it was legit. It was Our tradition good. was you're going to church, you're not watching Super Bowl. <laughs> it's disappointing, yeah. man. You know. Yeah. When yeah. I was little. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, disappointing, especially because my Cowboys were in there. You know, my girlfriend's church back in the day had like a the Super Bowl, and then during the halftime was Tom Landry because he's a Christian. Oh right, or, right. You know, so he gave a message, and my parents like you can go, but you better be at church at six. So. I was able to watch a little bit of it, which was cool. I was like, yeah. I was, I mean, I had to be a church at six. So I was yeah. a little bitter. You won't regret it. No, I, I don't, you know, looking <laughs> back, yeah. Yeah. I wasn't singing Blessed Assurance very loud then. <laughs> <laughs> I was bitter assurance at that point, you know what I mean? Bitter assurance. Bitter assurance. <laughs> yeah. It's not good, you know. So, but anyway, well, I don't, I don't uh, regret that. Like tonight, I think it was a very good message, very helpful. I was I was encouraged. I was smitten, but I was encouraged. Yeah, to get back on track, um, you know. And uh, yeah, so we'll talk about that here. And uh, with that said, let's let's jump in. Um, let's do it real quick before we jump into the content. Just want to remind you guys: check out our website, abundantlife.fm. Hello, YouTubers. Um, check out our YouTube channel. Um, we have we have I think at least four episodes up there right now. Uh, love for you to check us out. You know, my aunt, um, my aunt Elva. I just stayed with her recently. I was back home. And uh, I think she watched, uh, she watched us on YouTube, so Ooh. she didn't know about it, which is cool. So she got to see us. She's like, oh, that's cool. I got to see what Sasso looks like. I'm, I'm like, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry you had to see that. I apologize. <laughs> but, yeah. uh, but that's encouraging that it, you know, yeah, people man. are watching yeah. those videos. So, so check us out, uh, AbundantLife.fm. We're on social media. We're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. I think our episodes do go out on Facebook as well, which is kind of cool. So the, really? the, the episodes, I did not know that. they post out to Facebook now, which is kind of cool. Super cool. Um, Under but yeah, our Abundant Life? Abundant Life. Yeah, so so uh, we're and then we're on you know all the other other places. We're on uh, Apple Podcasts, we're on Google Podcasts, we're on Stitcher, Spotify. Um, I think we're on Amazon and uh, iHeart. So we're we're on a bunch of different platforms. So check us out uh, in one of those places. But the Abundant Life the, uh, website, abundantlife.fm, has all of our show notes. So come come to the website, visit the website. You'll get all our show notes. There's a bunch of bonus stuff on there. We have uh, we have taco reviews. We have uh, we gotta add some more. We have resources. That. Yeah, we need yeah. to add some more. I because I've been to a couple of places. So oh, you gotta update it. Yeah, we gotta update it. Okay. And uh, so definitely 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 visit us uh, at abundantlife.fm. Also one one last place to visit or two two more. Sorry sorry two more. Uh, check out Sasso's blog. Sasso blogs uh, every weekday, and you can you can go to his website, Stay in the Fight. Or, I'm sorry, uh, yes, yeah, Stay in the Fight dot online. Dot online. Mm-hmm. Uh, check it out, and you can subscribe you. so that you can get that uh, in your email. You get that every morning in your email. It's a small devotional. I think it's it's a three to five minute read. Super quick. It's very personal. Um, it's cool. It gives you insights into into his uh, past. Crazy so, life. A lot of cool stories, yeah. uh, but makes cool application uh, to 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 the Bible, which is really cool. And then also check out. Um, we're part of a, a, a Christian a Christian podcast community now, and so uh, I'm going to link to that also uh, in the show notes. But check it out; it's called uh, Christian Podcast Community, and uh, I'll, I'll put the uh, put the link on the website. We do a well. commercial for that. Yeah, yeah, we do. We need to we need to put out a commercial for that, that too. So, um, and with that said, we're going to jump into today's episode. It's called a Dash in Time. We're going to be talking uh, about about life and, and the, and the time that we have here on earth. And Sasso, he's going to kick us off, uh, with the 1828 Webster's. Webster's. Yeah. And I was asked like, why do you guys use it? And like, I don't know. Cause it's old and most things that are older. It's, it's legit. I mean, yeah. it's, it's, it's the first one. It's out not there. perverted. No, with, right. It's what we have today. Right. Right. So I'm going to kick it off and there's a lot of definition for time. Um, and just to put lost time in there and it says particular portion are part of duration, whether past, present or future, the time was, the time has been, the time is, the time will be. So different tenses there of how time is used. Um, and then they put just as an example, lost time is never found again. Uh, and I would just say wasted time is never found again as well. Um, and Ben you know, brought this verse up when he wanted to do this episode here. So I think it's a great verse to kind of kick us off and give us context. But our key verse is Psalms 90 verse 12 says, So teach us to number our days that we may apply our hearts unto wisdom. And I think if you break it down, we get 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Um, and time is the 
equal thing that we all have access to. Ben doesn't get more than I do. I don't get more than Ben. Mm, Maybe yeah. in a life we do, but as the day goes by, we all have 24 hours yep. in a day. Yep. Um, we can sleep 12 hours of that. Uh, I don't have time for that. Or we can use it how God wants us to use it. True. So it's a gift from God, right? God gives us time um, and he takes it. He Calls, calls us home. Uh, I don't care how rich you are, you can't buy time. That's right. right? You can help people maybe do things for you that buy you time right, in other ways. Right, right. But you can't buy hours, minutes. There's no, you know, nope. bit time, right? Nope. <laughs> There's no Bitcoin bit time, but it is what it is, right? Right. Um, so Barter ever found, or you can't find time, right? The dictionary would define it as lost time. Uh, we cannot pause time. I, I remember as a little kid, that I, like they said, what would be your superhero status, right? And I'd say, I want to be invisible or I want to stop time. So I can sleep in when I want to, or, you know, the sun, the shot's going to go in so I can push, you know, uh, what's, I forget the John Paxson's arm. So he misses the three pointer oh, and the yeah, sun's going yeah, to yeah, game yeah, seven, yeah, yeah. but that didn't happen, Ben. So we cannot pause time. <laughs> we can't get an extra hour of sleep or use it again, unless you live back East and you, the time changes, but we right, live in right. Arizona. Time never changes. Never changes. Um, once it's been used, it's gone. Right. And to me at this point in stage of my life, time is a very precious commodity. It it's just a lot to do. Um, always, every day, and uh, we often take it for granted the time that we have been given, and we often waste it. So, why is time important? Why is time important in our lives for for the unsaved? Maybe you don't know Jesus Christ. Well, Second Corinthians six two says, "For he saith, I have heard thee in a time accepted, and in the day of salvation have I secured thee. Behold, Amen. now is the accepted time. Behold, now is the day of salvation." Amen. So salvation is not something to put off um, as the wrath of God abides on everyone who has not put their faith in Jesus Christ. And I would, sometimes my parents would tell me to do something. I said, well, when do I have to do it by? Now, right? They'd always, they get too <laughs> Yesterday, yesterday. Yeah, 10 minutes ago. <laughs> get on the floor, maggot, get it done. And that's salvation, right? Salvation is now. Um, John 3.36 says, he that believeth on the Son hath everlasting life, and he that believeth not the Son Shall not see life, but the wrath of God abideth on him. So if you're not saved, the wrath of God already is abiding on you. You are facing hellfire. Um, only a fool waits until it is too late. We look at those that perish in the flood because they would not heed the warning mm. that the waters were coming. They, um, already, they, had, they had 100 years. Yeah, that he warned them. Yeah. And I used to look at you know the teachers back in the day when they used to teach high school class. They would show you like pictures, and they would show pictures of people beating on the ark trying to get in. I imagine that was true. And it was too late. You know, many people end up in hell and you see mm. Lazarus just like put you know, drip on my fire, but it's too late. Yeah. And he said, yeah. we warned you. And you just, and he said, now is the time. Now is the now time. Is the time. Don't yeah. wait. Yeah. Uh, many today feel that they are good uh, with, with, with their statuses, but time is short, Ben, but our lives are a vapor. And we heard about tonight about a young man that was doing the right things and God chose to take him. Mm. And um, we've all seen people at different stages of life enter into eternity. Yeah. Uh, either they did, had no idea or they expected it, um, but it, it comes for all of us. Yeah. Uh, Hebrews 9.12 is appointed unto men once to die, but after this, the judgment. Um, and this is thing that where God says, hey, if you're a man, and, and unless I come, the rapture, you are going to die, right? You are going to face the judgment. It doesn't matter who you are, how much money you have, right? How much you spend on health, right? Uh, Chris Paul spends $1 million on his body. Uh, LeBron James, $1.5 Because they're older, you know, and you break down. And just to stay healthy. And, wow, wow. But it doesn't matter, right? If you have a special diet, you'll face the judgment of Almighty God. You will die even if you eat salad and go every day, you know, which <laughs> I, I'm not going to do. Uh, Can we flip the script on that and say if we eat wings every day, is that cool? No. <laughs> we may go quicker. <laughs> that's, that's, okay, my, my bad, my bad. <laughs> we, maybe we might. I digress. Well, let's try. Let's see, let's see where it takes us. <laughs> And Ben, I am not trying to discourage or discount the value of living healthy. I think we right. talked about that. Yeah. But there is no cocoon like the movie that we'll go into the swimming pool and we can enter um, into our glory days and mm -hmm. my my forehead will gain two inches. At, it's lost over the years. There's nothing, no magic formula. Um, I'm 45 years old and I can't go back to 30 or 12. I mean, we're here, right? And uh, every year is, to me is a blessing because yeah. it's another year God's given us to, to be productive and and to make an impact on eternity. And if you're not saved, now is the time. That's why time is important, because the wrath of God abides on you if you're not saved. Amen. So like Sasso alluded to, you know, making the decision to surrender your life to Jesus, it's so important because while you still have breath, I mean, we're not guaranteed the next breath. And so if there's two things I've learned in the past couple of years, it's that one, life is short. And and, and two, we don't know 
when life will end. And so death can be a sobering topic. I mean, it's not something that, you know, we like to talk about it. it people avoid it like the plague. Um, but the truth of the matter is that we are going to die one day. We, we, we don't, I think there's only, was there two people that, you know, made it to heaven straight up without dying yeah. in the Bible. I mean, Enoch. Enoch and Elisha. Yeah. And, and so aside from that, I mean, I don't think we get a pass unless like you yeah. said, unless the Lord comes, you know, yeah, so. Formaldehyde awaits us, man. <laughs> <laughs> Sadly, it does. <laughs> yeah. So nobody, nobody gets a pass and we can't avoid it. Um, so the, so the question is how, how are we going to spend our short time on earth? And in Psalm 90, we, we read this Psalm of Moses and, and the children of Israel, you know, they were about to cross the Jordan into the promised land. And after 40 years of wandering in the wilderness, they, they were about to reach their destination. And it's as if this Psalm was written kind of as a, as a prayer of thankfulness or humility and, and blessing. But we see several verses uh, that make it quite apparent that the children of Israel, they just had this awareness of, of how short human life is. And in, when we read in Psalm 90, verse 10, it says, the years of our life are 70, or even by reason of, of strength, 80. Yet their span is but toil and trouble. They are soon gone and we fly away. So it's, it's, it's very clear to what, uh, what James said uh, on the issue of, of, of living a presumptuous life. He said, basically, your life is like a vapor. In James 4.14, we read, Whereas ye know not what shall be on, on the morrow, for what is your life? It is even a vapor that appeareth for a little time and then vanisheth away. And my, my son Razzy, he, he went back to Iowa back in, uh, in uh, January. He's back in college in Iowa. And, and the plane landed and he checked the temperature. And I think it was to his shock that it was like, it was like negative three yeah, degrees. That's crazy. See, I don't even know what that means. Like, like I long can't, John weather. Yeah. <laughs> like I can't even wrap my head around Thermal. it. <laughs> It's great. That's Ooh. nuts to me. Um, so I'm sure he stepped out of the airport and he, you know, he exhaled and he was able to see his breath for a moment. And I think that's the picture that James mm. is giving us about life as a vapor. It's just, it's here and gone. I mean, just so quick, you know, and it's, it's, it's kind of cliche, you know, people always say, you know, that your kids grow up fast and, and, you know, you should be prudent with your time, but, but it's true. You yeah. know, when, when I was at, uh, when I was at Razzie's graduation and then I started, you know, we, they're playing the slideshow. And I saw a picture of Razzie, you know, he's a baby, he's a toddler, he's a teenager. It's just, you see the progression. And, and I was in disbelief, honestly. I mean, thinking in my mind, like, where did the time go? You think about those things that people say, like, well, you know, time goes so quick, you know, make sure you spend time with your kids. And then I'm just like, dude, I cannot believe that. I mean, when you're, when you have, when you first have kids, you're just like, man, can I just get to tomorrow? Yeah. But man, it, I couldn't wait till they got themselves out of their own car seats. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? And now they're driving. They're driving. Yeah. Ah. You know, can't wait till we're done with potty training. And now, you know, they, 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 don't, they don't, they go on their own now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they don't have to say, dad, wipe me. You know, we're good. Yeah. But uh, so time, yeah, time is just such an interesting concept because people for centuries, we talked about this a minute ago, they've been searching for ways to prolong their time on earth. And like Sasso mentioned, you know, we're not advocating that you live recklessly. You, you know, I think you should eat well and take care of your body and that kind of thing. But the fact of the matter is that our lives are in the hands of our creator. And he's the one that determines how many days we will have on this earth. Yeah, it's like a sand. Like, you know, he turns it over and that's our sand is going. You it's know, going, we yeah. Go. We're, yeah um, there's an appointed day, just like I said in, in uh, Hebrews. Yeah. And just to go back to Psalms 9010. Um, just the King James will say the days of our years are three score years and 10, which is 70. And by reason of strength, they may be four score years, which is 80. Um, years are strength, labor, and sorrow for to soon cut off and we fly away. And then my dad is approaching 70. He's approaching that, mm. the days of our years. Um, and I remember when he was picking me up as a little boy, he'd put his hand out and I'd grab it and he'd just lift me up like I was... Then I got too fat, and his hand would shake a little bit, <laughs> but he would still try to pick me up, and uh, he just, I don't know why, he'd always put his hand out, and I would just grab it, and he'd pick me mm -hmm. up. And I'm not sure, as, as I, you know, I look at that, and I'm like, man, he's going to be 70 years old. Um, my mom's younger than him, I'm sure she'll appreciate me saying that. Um, but the time went, and I'm like, man, so I feel like, man, I got to cherish my parents before their time comes. And it's their time to fly away, you know, and I dread that day coming and I pray the rapture comes before that. Mm, but yeah. it's, it's coming for all of us, right? And life yeah. is so short and precious and it relates, uh, reiterates once again, why we must number our days. Uh, 70, when you're 15 years old, it seems so like a long time ago. Oh, yeah. Now I'm 45. I'm like, wow, that's going to be here like that if I make it that We're more far. than halfway there. Yeah. I'm, the, I'm already yeah. lived longer than I have left. Right. And right. then we were with, uh, you know, with some ladies from Freedom That Last and someone else. 
And I said, she goes, well, when I'm 85, I'm like, I don't think I'm going to make it that far. She goes, you, you shouldn't say that. And I'm like, my words don't have that power. <laughs> you know, I, I just don't feel like I, I've done too much to make it that far. Right, right. Too many chicken wings. Um, too much fried chicken, right? Uh, and I don't know. I mean, maybe God gives me 80. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you're young, it looks it looks so far away. But now as the closer you get to that, you're just like, wow, I'm closer to death than I am to the day I was born. Yeah. And that's okay. Um, but that's where we're at, right? James 4.14, just as you said, um, whereas you know not what shall be on the morrow, for what is your life? It is even a vapor that appeareth for a little time, and then it's gone. It vanisheth away. And I lived in Chicago, Ben, and you would you would exhale and you would see that vapor, and it lasts man. a very brief time and it just disappears. I, I don't I don't get um, it, man. I, I don't understand why people would want to live. There. No, <laughs> just, I don't get they're that. Crazy, yeah. yeah, I guess so. My dad got a job there, so that took her there. But you had to do it. Yeah. I didn't think about it, but as you brought that up, I think it's a good example of how how short our life is. Mm-hmm. Um, and we da- we titled this episode "A Dash of Time," right? You go to the cemetery and you see the headstones. And you see that dash, right, of, of a life. Between, of what, the, between the years. Between the years you're born and the years you die. And that for dash. some, it's 1993 to 1996. For some, it's 1926 to 2024. Or 2000, well, maybe. <laughs> 2020, we don't know, <laughs> right, right? Right, right, right? It's that dash in time. It's that, that small yeah. place that God gives you here on this earth before he calls you home or he calls you to judgment, depending on where you're at in his, your relationship with him. And then my first exposure to death came when I was only eight years old. And uh, my cousin, I believe he was 14, was about to enter into high school, I think, the very next week. And his dash was much shorter than mine. Um, and he literally died like two miles, maybe a mile and a half from my house. He was hit oh, by a car. Wow. And uh, he was gone. He taken into eternity. And mm. I do believe he was a believer. I had a good friend in school. His name was Manuel Encinas. And he passed away on the way to school. Oh, wow. Um, he was always late and didn't show up one day. And uh, he was 13 years old. Oh, wow. And it's so funny. Not funny, but it's how, how just to kind of explain how life is. And my grandma, I believe, was 71 at the time. And uh, she saw me crying. I just came back from his funeral. And she found empathy for me. And a week later, she would go herself, you know, wow. um, not realizing that her time was just a week away. Mm. That was just a tough time as a little kid, just kind of learning. Mm. But I, yeah. at that time, I'm like, man, just, we don't know when our life will be come to an end. Yeah, you have no idea. You have no, no idea. It's here and gone. It's here and gone. And you just you don't know when that's coming. No. And I think, you know, part of the, part of the problem is that we, we take life for granted. I, you know, the issue is we get comfortable. We get complacent. And then uh, we take life, you know, for granted. We foolishly, we make assumptions that, you know, we're going to live to a ripe old age. Um, you know, we assume that we're going to be around for, for many years. And even just like the verses in Psalm says, you know, we're going to live to be 70 or 80. Uh, but the reality is we, we just don't know. And it's interesting. You, you go to a funeral and it's, it's interesting because you, you kind of get a perspective. It's almost like you, the, the Lord just kind of jars you back into reality. Like, like dude, like, Okay, you need to start thinking about what's important in life. You know, you've been off over here being complacent and, and all that and uh, living a comfortable life. Like, hey, what's this life really about? Even like we, we heard tonight, you know, the, the, the message from the preacher, you know, what, what, what are we doing with our lives? What are, we, what are we spending our time? What are we spending our money? And that's where our, our affection is. That's where our heart is, you know. And so um, are, are we using our time wisely or are we just taking, taking life for granted, just living recklessly? And, and, the, and the problem with being, uh, you know, comfortable and complacent is, is we forget about God. And, and I, you know, if you remember the children of Israel, you know, uh, when, when uh, Moses went up to Mount Sinai, they, they basically, they kind of got irritated. They like, well, this Moses, I don't know, I don't know where he's at. And we read in Exodus 32, 1, it says, when, when the people saw that Moses delayed to come down from the mountain, the people gathered themselves together to Aaron and said to him, up, make us gods who shall go before us. As for this Moses, the man who brought us up out of the land of Egypt, we do not know what has become of him. And so, so it's like they forgot about God. Yeah. They forgot that God brought them out of Egypt. They forgot that he parted the Red Sea, that he gave them manna, that he led them with a, a, a fiery pillar by night and a cloud by day. He just, they forgot about all these things. And, it, and he wasn't up there that long. And, and they forgot about him. And they wanted, a, they wanted this, I guess, a golden calf so they could worship a golden calf. And, and so, they, I mean, they completely forgot about God. They became impatient. And they gave themselves over to idolatry. And then I remember 9-11 happened on a Wednesday. And uh, our church was, we had a small church. And people were full. And people were scared. And people didn't know what was going to happen. Right. And uh, people prayed. And they got on their, we got on their face. And we prayed for our country, prayed for the uh, unknown. 
And then a month later, we'd forgotten. And mm. it doesn't take us long, just yeah. like Moses. And we could say these children of Israel were crazy, but we do the same. We exactly. do the same thing. Yeah. Well, even, you know, it's funny. We bring up David, I think, almost in every podcast. <laughs> I feel bad. Sorry, David. But uh, <laughs> Yeah, he's going to get mad at us. Have <laughs> so, we're not invited to his mansion. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I mean, even happened with David. I mean, David was on the rooftop. He was comfortable. He was living compla- a complacent life. He should have been out on the battlefield mm-hmm. with his men. He shouldn't have not been where he was at. And then what happened? He fell into sin, committed adultery, committed murder, you know. And so, if we look at uh, if we look at Second Timothy, Timothy gives us a list of sin. Uh, in my opinion, that kind of what happens when we forget about God. This is what happens. So, Second Timothy three two through four says, "For people will be lovers of self, lovers of money, proud, arrogant, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy." Heartless, unappeasable, slanderous, without self-control, brutal, not loving, good, treacherous, reckless, swollen with conceit, lovers of pleasure lo- rather than lovers of God. And it's quite a list. I mean, if you if you kind of just, just sit there and think about this past week, you probably might fit in one of those... Uh, mm. one, of, one of those descriptions there. I hope I hope not, but the reality is I, if I'm honest, I'd probably fall into one of those descriptions there. And so... When we don't have our focus on Jesus, you know, if we don't die to ourselves daily, we're going to live a life contrary to what Scripture teaches, and we won't bring our Heavenly Father glory because we will be living for ourselves. And and the frightful part is that the Lord could call us home, and and we are going to give an account to Him for our time on earth. You know, and it's like we said earlier. I mean, I, I don't think I'm going to regret not watching the Super Bowl. I don't think I'm going to regret. You know, oh man, I should have I should have worked more in my job. I should have worked more hours, or you know, things like that. I think we we're going to be accountable for what we do with our time here on Earth. It's so important. It's it's like you said. It's it's our it's the currency of our life. It's it's this it's time. It's so important. Absolutely. Um, and Bill, what's another reason why the time is important? Because God says the time the times are evil. And to go into Romans twenty one twenty one to thirty two, just kind of be a lengthy passage here. But it says because then when they knew God. They glorified him not as God, and we see that today, and neither mm-hmm. were thankful. Um, we become thankless sometimes, but yep. became vain in their imaginations, and their foolish heart was darkened. Professing themselves to be wise, they became fools, and changed the glory of the uncorruptible God into an image made like a corruptible man, and to birds and four-footed beasts and creeping things. And you see all kind of idols that represent God, and he's talking about them right here. He said, wherefore God also gave them up, like he let them go, to uncleanness, mm. through the lust of their own hearts. Mm. To dishonor their own bodies between themselves, who changed the truth of God into a lie, and worship and serve the Creator, create the creature more than the Creator, right. who is blessed forever. Amen. For this cause, God gave them up into vile affections, for even their women did change the natural use to that which is against nature. And use it's rampant now, where we have LGBTQ. I mean, it just it just doesn't stop. It it's added every day to mm. more. Um, when I was born, Ben, they didn't have to have a convention of what I was. They they made that assumption pretty quickly. <laughs> right, right. M or F, right? It's it's pretty. And but now ba- we've perverted ba- that basic biology. Yeah, we perverted that into yeah. a lie. Yeah. Um, and likewise, likewise, also the men leaving the natural use of the woman burned in their lust one toward another. And I was re- I was reading in um, Job, I mean uh, Genesis, and just ha- talked about this how they wanted the angels, they attacked mm-hmm. the angels, lust, you yep. know, in their lust, yep. Yep. one toward another, and we're seeing that now. Uh, men with men working that which is unseemly and receiving in themselves that recompense of their error which was met. Even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things which are convenient, being filled with all unrighteousness, fornication, wickedness, covetousness, maliciousness, full of envy, murder, debate, deceit, malignity, whispers, backbiters, haters of God, proud, boasters, inventors of evil things, disobedient to parents without understanding, Covenant breakers, right now, you, you that's why you get a lawyer involved because people mm, don't yeah. keep their promises. Without natural affection, implacable and merciful, who knowing the judgment of God that they which commit such things are worthy of death, not only do the same, but have pleasure in them that do them. So there's no fear of God. These are things that are worthy of death and they mm-hmm. don't even, they take pleasure in them mm-hmm. so much. And I wanted to kind of go back into uh, what you talked about tonight. Um, and how eat and we look at these verses like these are this is the world right but a lot of Christians are involved in this type of stuff as well mm-hmm. yeah um, that, that I'm guilty of and he said yeah. teach us teaching us in uh, Titus 2 12 teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lust we should live soberly righteously and godly mm-hmm. in this present world he's talking about Christians 
that we shouldn't we should deny ungodliness in our own life and the worldly lust things that yeah. take us away from God. Yeah. And he talked about things that were important, right? That I mean not important but things that were not necessarily bad. Like I love to go shoot shoot around play basketball, it's relaxing to me. But if that's all I do, right. then it, it becomes right. an idol. Right. And Christians we we make things idols. And the times of God says the times are evil. There's a yeah. there's a time for yeah. that, but it should not be a priority. Right. If I don't go to church or I don't do you feel that last or I don't study or read my Bible, but I'm going to the gym. That's a problem as it's, it's out of whack. Um, Ephesians five sixteen through 17 says redeeming the time because the days are evil. Wherefore be not unwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord is. So not your own will, right? Far too often we waste our days with foolish things and do not realize that I will have to answer for that time I wasted. I thought about this tonight when he was preaching. Um, typically, at the end of the night, I like to get in my massage chair for 20, 30 minutes and just browse the internet for things I want or the latest Jordans dropping, right? Yeah, yeah. And I was convicted, like, man, maybe I should look at that time to memorize, mm, yeah. read a verse, yep. or memorize on God's Word. And I was convicted. I'm like, man, I'm mm. just wasting that time. Yeah. And I'm like, well, it's my downtime. But is that the best use of my right. downtime, right? Maybe I did five minutes for that and 25 minutes for something. And I was convicted by that myself when he when he was preaching. That's how God spoke to my heart tonight. Mm. Just like Sasso, you know, just the the things that I do that I'm like take evaluation of, and like I need to change some things tonight. Well, and it's just like what you said, and I was convicted of a similar one too because I do the same thing before bed. Right before bed, I'm like, okay, I just want to unwind. I kind of want to just let my mind loose a little bit. So I'll get on social media and I'll be flipping through Instagram, and sometimes I'm on there like 20, 30 minutes before bed. And uh, yeah, we're seeing each other reels sometimes, <laughs> like tacos or like tacos nice, with ramen, sixty four Impala or something. I'm like Jordans. It's like, yeah. but yeah, and it's true. Like, what am I spending my time? But you know what? In a good gauge is go look at your screen time, the, the little app on on your Apple, and look at that screen time and see where you're spending your time. And I love what the preacher said tonight too. And I don't know if you're going to mention this later or not, but I just it's on my it's on my mind fresh. And he said there's two things in life that that you well most things in life you cannot take with you when you die he's like but according to the bible there's there's two things that you can probably take with you into eternity and i thought well, that's interesting yeah that you can touch and first he said it was god's word because god god's word never returns void it's it's his truth will go on forever so, heaven and earth will pass away yeah but god's word, word will yeah. never pass away that's right and, and then also uh he said the other thing is that you can actually physically touch is 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 people because people's soul will never die. Your soul is going to go somewhere forever, whether it goes to heaven or whether it goes to hell. And so why not, you know, add to God's kingdom another soul? And so I should spend my time sharing Christ wherever I go. I mean, I mean, I, I interact with people at the store or wherever I'm at. I should, I should always have that in the forefront. And I don't because a lot of times I'm, I'm in a rush or I, you know, I got to go to the grocery store and I got, okay, I'm just going to get this. I get this aisle, get this, this, this self checkout. I'm out. And I don't even think about the, the, the cashier or somebody that doesn't know Christ. And so I was convicted about that too. It was like, man, I, I, I don't think about those things. Like I'm, I'm not kingdom minded. And so I was pretty smitten tonight about, about a lot of that. And then even just God's word in, in, in and of itself. I mean, there's a lot of times where he, he described me to a T. He's like, you roll out of bed at 100 miles an hour and you don't even read your Bible. You just go your day without, without God pretty much. That's what he described as yeah. un- ungodly. And I was like, oh, man, that's how many times have I done that? Because like, you're busy, you know? Yeah, I'm, I because I wake up. Like, I'll, I've gone to bed late. I get up and I'm like, dude, I have all these things to do for work. So I get in, I start with my email rather than starting in God's word. But I, I hit work right away. And then I just, like you said, little decisions throughout the day. You don't even... You don't even pray about it. You don't even ask God, like, Lord, what do you want me to do in this situation? Like, I, I, it's just, man, I, 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 he described me to a T. I'll tell you what, the Holy Spirit was working on me tonight, bro. And that's good. I mean, he was too with me as well. And I think people too, um, in the sense that you impact people's lives, whether it's spiritually or not. Um, I know you talked, considered salvation, and that, I think that's what we're here for, right? To tell us about yeah. Jesus Christ. But it's also to tell other Christians about Jesus Christ as well and yeah. to disciple and to pour into people's True. life. Right. And I think those are the two things he said. And, you know, we're like our church's theme is be disciples, make make disciple mm-hmm. makers, right? And right. that's our objective here on earth. And um, that's I was convicted by that and just like, wow, is am I having an impact on people for eternity? And um, I don't know. I was just... I was like, wow, you know, that was very good. Well, yeah. I, I need to go back and I'm going to go listen to the message again. In fact, you know what? I'll, I'm going to post a link to that YouTube video. That YouTube, that YouTube video of the preacher tonight is going to be up on YouTube tomorrow. I'll put a link to that from our website. That's oh, good. It's uh, great. Oh, I'll, I'll tell you. I'm going to go. I want to go hear it again just so that I can digest a little bit more because you're yeah. sitting there and I, I didn't even take notes, you know, and I, I should have 
Man. He was uh, ripping face. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Yeah. And just because we, we waste time, and that's what he said. Um, you know, he had talked about someone in his traveling group that the husband passed away on a Christmas break. Yeah. And um, the thing that that guy said all the time was, don't waste your life. And if we could go back in time, I don't think anybody listening to this podcast would uh, disagree with me saying that there's things in our lives that we would change if we could go back and change them. Right. Um, and that's don't waste your life. So we can change that, but we can definitely change tomorrow and what we do with our time. Um, and I think back to when I didn't have kids or I didn't have ministry obligations or I didn't write a devotional or we mm. didn't do a podcast. And I wonder, what did I do with my time? And I remember playing a lot of video games, um, doing dumb stuff um, and things that were not you know, worthy of any, any of my time, um, according to how God sees it, but we must walk. He talks in this verse, like walk according to what the will of the mm-hmm. Lord is. Yeah. Uh, we must walk in his will and not our own will. The example is Jesus stating to the father, right? Not my will, but thine be done. Um, and when he said that he was saying he didn't want to face death. He didn't want to go through the crucifixion if he didn't have to. Mm, yeah. But he said at the end of the day, like I'm surrendered to whatever you'd have me to do. Your will. Yeah. Um, and I think in our time we should say, you know, today, you know, Lord, I have plans. These are my plans, but I want to be surrendered to what you would have for me. Yeah. And I always say, I mean, I've heard it a thousand times. Like if you want to make God laugh, tell him your plans because they <laughs> sometimes don't happen no. the way you think they no. do. And I think it's a great, great prayer to tell the Lord, like father, these are, I know you don't, you know, it's okay to plan, but may I be surrendered to anything that you would have for me today. Um, And that's what a surrendered life looks like. Uh, Colossians 4, 5 tells us, walk in wisdom towards them that are without, redeeming the time. Uh, We live in a world, Ben, that is devoid of wisdom. Um, You see fools everywhere, right? And sometimes we're that fool as well. Mm. Um, We ought not to be one of these uh, that's foolish. And uh, we have the wisdom of God's word, but yet we don't read it. We don't digest it. We don't meditate on it. We don't memorize it. And we need to be reading and applying the wisdom that God gives us in the in His Word. And I think of that verse, Proverbs three five, uh, which is a verse that my father in law um, used to quote. One of his favorite verses that said, "Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not unto thine own understanding." You know, the question is, what what are you going to do with your days? And you know, it's funny because I used to um, I used to give my testimony, and uh, <laughs> I used to say in my testimony, I say I would say, you know, I wasted because I got saved when I was twenty six, and I said, man, I wasted twenty six years of my life. But it's interesting because if I think about it, like, what am I doing after those, you know, when I, after I got saved, after post-salvation, like, what am I doing? Uh, have I been wasting my time? Um, and so it's, it's something to really think about. So what are you going to do with your, with, with your days that you have left? I mean, you can't go back and change the past. You can't, like, like Sasso said the other day, you can't unscramble eggs. You can't go back and change it. But what are you going to do here going forward? Um, and there's an interesting story uh, about King Hezekiah who was about to die but the Lord extended his life 15 years. I thought this is such an interesting story. We read in Isaiah chapter 38, one through four says, in those days, Hezekiah became sick and was at the point of death. And Isaiah, the prophet, the son of Amos came to him and said to him, thus saith the Lord, set your house in order for you shall die. You shall not recover. And then Hezekiah turned his face to the wall and prayed to the Lord and said, please, oh Lord, remember how I have walked before you in faithfulness and with a whole heart, and I have done what is good in your sight. And Hezekiah wept bitterly. Mm. Then the word of the Lord came to Isaiah, go and say to Hezekiah, thus saith the Lord, the God of, your, of David, your father, I have heard your prayer. I have seen your tears. Behold, I will add 15 years to your life. I will deliver you and the city out of the hand of the king of Assyria and will defend this city. And I find it interesting that the Lord, he first warned Hezekiah about his impending death. He gave him a warning. I mean, we don't even get that. You know what I no. mean? Like, we don't know. Usually not. No. I mean, maybe the doctor says, hey, you got high cholesterol. Maybe that's your warning. I don't know. <laughs> your heart. I don't know, dude. <laughs> too, many too, many, too many chicken too many wings. Manteca. But uh, But the king, you know, then he prayed. And that's interesting, too. He prayed, and God answered his prayer. And not only, not only by extending his life, but by giving him an absolute number of years that he was to expect. And, I mean, that's just unheard of. I mean, you're not going to get that. No. King Hezekiah had, had something that you're never going to get. You're never going to get that absolute number. And, and so this begs the question, what are you going to do with your life? And, and, and sometimes, you know, it, it, it gets overwhelming because you hear people, you know, they say, I've got a five-year plan, or what's your five-year plan, or, or I have a 10-year plan, and, you, and, you, and you're just trying to figure out what to eat for dinner. <laughs> you know um but but well i think it's 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 wise to plan i think we even have an, an episode about goals and we talk about planning mm-hmm. in that uh i think we should not presume that we're going to have our next breath 
Um, and so therefore, we, we need God's warning in Isaiah 38. We must get our house in order. And it starts with me. And, and it's not, not about getting my house or not my physical stuff in order, although that's, that's prudent and that's a good idea. But we sh- I should get my heart in order. Where's my heart? Am I saved? Mm, are, you, are you saved? Mm. Uh, ha- have, you, ha- have you repented of your sin and asked Jesus to save you? That's priority number one. That's the first thing you should think about. That's yeah. the most important thing. You're not, like I said, you're not guaranteed your next breath. And if you are saved, how's your walk with God? Are you like the Israelites, you know, making a golden calf? Like you just, you can't wait and forget about God. And it's like, oh, well, we're going to make a golden calf. Or you might say, well, I don't worship idols. Hmm. Uh, well, what's the priority in your life? Or, or like pastor put it tonight, what do you spend your time and your money on? Because typically you can identify your, your idols by what you spend your time and what you spend your money on. Cause that's, that's where your affection is. That's what you mm-hmm. care about. That's what you love. Okay. Is it, is it your work? Is it your business? Is it your hobby, your friends, your relationships? Where, where's your priority? What do you spend the, that time and that money on? And, and, you know, then once, once we're saved, we should be, we should be focused on growing in the knowledge and the wisdom of Jesus. Our relationship with Jesus should be our top priority. After you're saved, that should be your top priority because everything else will flow out of that relationship. So the question is, do you die daily to yourself? And, and, and we, must, we must live lives of humility and, and self-control. And believe me, I'm, I'm not preaching at you. I'm preaching to myself in this too because, man, I, I fail at this all the time. And, and you can't get saved. Just pre- the preacher preached on this earlier today. You cannot get saved by your good works. It doesn't matter how much good things you do. You can't get saved by your good works. You know, the, the, the scriptures plainly teach this. Ephesians 2, 8 and 9 says, For by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not of your own doing. It's the gift of God, not a result of works, so that no one may boast. But the scripture teaches us that we are God's workmanship unto good works. In other words, our good works are the evidence of God working in our lives. We should be at work after we get saved. We should be Amen. like like a pastor preached it tonight. He also said we should be practicing to be godly. We should be practicing, you know, God's presence here and understand and obeying Him and, and doing that which is right before Him. Ephesians two ten says, "For we are His workmanship, created in Christ for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them." So my question is, are you living to glorify God? Are, are you at work? Are you, are you allowing God to sanctify you, to make you into the image of Christ? So also, if I, if I were to give you $1,440, would you be able to find a purpose for that money? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> but the reality is we're each given 1,440 minutes each day. And they're not guaranteed, but the question is, what are you going to do with your 1,440? What are you going to do with your 1440? Will you die to yourself and live for God? Or are you going to live for yourself? And man, just time is something that we all have equal quantities to. Just like you said, the 1,444 minutes a day, That's we all have that. Um, no one can buy time or sell it. But the time on earth is given by God alone. And um, how are you spending your time on this earth? The term retirement is not mentioned in the Bible. Um, we must, And we must learn to number our days. I think of retirement from my work that I get paid for um, as an opportunity for me to serve the Lord in a greater capacity um, and give him that time that I was wasting, not wasting, but he's, I mean, he commanded us all to work. But a retirement to me is doing things for the Lord. Um, it's not retiring and going to Baja or Hawaii <laughs> for half the year and not doing anything for God. Um, that should never stop. We should use that time that we have. And I think that's the great thing about being in the Gideons is a lot of these men are retired and they're trying to use their days to pass out Bibles at school and be a part of a ministry that tries to win people for, for, for Jesus Christ. But they're not, they're retired from their jobs, but they're not retired from Christian service. Um, and this ought to be our prayer every day that God gives us the gift of life uh, with the gift of time. Um, this, is the, this is the prayer that I would say in Psalms 118.24, the Bible says, this is the day which the Lord hath made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. And Lord, this is the, when we wake up, Lord, this is the day you have made for us. This is the day that you've given us on this earth. I'm going to rejoice and I'm going to be glad in it. And I'm going to make a difference for eternity. May we make our days count for eternity. May we remember the words of an adolescent Jesus, right? When he was, he's an adolescent when he said this in Luke 249, he said, and he said unto them, how is it that you sought me? Wished ye not that I must be about my father's business. Mm. And will you be about the Father's business? Will you will you make your life count for eternity, or will you waste your life? And then we say that to teenagers, don't waste your life. But adults, that's our should be our message as well: is don't yeah. waste your life today. And take this podcast seriously when we say you're 
we this could be our last podcast or one of us. We don't know yeah. that we take that we redeem the time because the days are evil. Amen. And I just want to close out with this with this parable, um, and just it's just kind of basically covering and talking about exact the topic of time and taking time seriously and taking not taking life for granted. Uh, we read this uh, parable that Jesus gave, and it's in it's in uh, Luke chapter twelve, uh, and it begins in verse sixteen. It says, "And he told him the parable, saying, the land of a rich man produced plentifully, and he thought to himself, what shall I do?'" For I have nowhere to store my crops. And he said, I will do this. I will tear down my barns and build larger ones. And there I will store my grain and my goods. And I will say to my soul, soul, you have ample goods laid up for many, many years. Relax, eat, drink, be merry. But God said to him, fool, this night your soul is required of you. And the things you have prepared, whose will they be? So is the one who lays up treasure for himself and is not rich toward God. And so my challenge to you is how are you using your time? Are you like this fool here who's just storing up things here on earth, things that are going to perish one day, things that are going to burn, things that you cannot take with you to heaven, things that you can't take with you to your eternal destination? Mm. I mean, that's the question. What are you doing with your time here on earth? The days are short. The days are evil. And you don't know. We don't know. I don't know. Um, the the one who knows, I mean, he's he's likely not going to tell you like like uh, King Hezekiah. He got the mm. he got the heads up. He had fifteen yeah. more years. He even got the warning. You're about to go. Like we don't even get that. Some people just some just go. They drop dead right where they're at. I mean, we we just don't know what's going to happen. So 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 please, number one, don't wait. If you're not saved, if you don't know Jesus, if you don't know Him as your Lord and Savior, if you've never trusted Him, if you've never repented of your sin. I challenge you, please consider, please do it. Today's the day. Today's the day of salvation. And number two, if you are saved, are you living for him? Are you living a godly life? Are you walking with the Lord? Are you walking in the spirit? Are you dying to yourself daily? I mean, I'm not saying it's easy. It's not, but it's required. This is what this is what the Christian life is. This is. It's funny. We read those verses this morning. You know, it, it was it was verses about being saved, and we get this good news, and then it says we're supposed to suffer with Christ. That's that's what we're we're to do here on earth. We're supposed to suffer with Christ, but that's okay because this isn't the end. This isn't this isn't the last. This isn't our final destination. Nope, our final destination is with the Lord in heaven. He's building a, a mansion for us. I don't know if it's a room in the mansion. I don't know how it works. I don't know if there's like an elevator. In the, I have no idea. All, <laughs> all I care about is I get to see Jesus face to face, and that's all that matters. And Amen. I get to spend eternity with my brother here and, and and other brothers and sisters that I have in Christ. And that's the that's the point of all of this. Amen. Well, thank you guys for for listening to uh, to this episode of the of the podcast. Uh, I, I just want to challenge you guys: check out uh, our website, uh, abundantlife.fm. We have all our show notes, other previous episodes. You can even watch our YouTube videos there as well. And the well. message that yeah. we heard today, yeah. And I'm going to post the link to uh, today's message. In fact, I might just post a link to all of the messages. They were uh, it's outstanding preaching. Uh, it's, it's the Coffee Ministries, um, and and I highly recommend that you watch those. Take the time to watch it. Um, spend your time wisely. And uh, yeah, thank, you, thank you guys for listening. We love yeah, you guys. Thank you. Love you. See ya. Next time. Thank you for listening to the Abundant Life Podcast. We pray you were blessed by today's episode. Please visit us online at AbundantLife.fm. Until next time, may God bless you.